It's the Tiltcast, episode 418. I've been stimulused. And this week, guys, we talked more Division 2 Warlords of New York, Fallout 76 Wastelanders, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Stay tuned. Can you buy 1,200 tacos with $1,200? Mm. Tacos. Well, that was kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty lame. Hey, That's, we're back. This bo- this bottle's probably been kicked. It's sitting at my desk, you know, at the foot of my desk. But hey, I've got caffeine within reach. It's the tilt cast. Yay. Woo-hoo. And it is uh, 4.17 at about 8.30. Yeah. We are back. It's a... Uh, for another Skype cast. Like in Quarantine Chronicles. So for the uninitiated, <laughs> um, it is an M-rated show. And for that, you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit. And bullshit. And some games and some news. Maybe. Uh, maybe. maybe. It's been, a, been an interesting week for us all. Um, <laughs> Rusty, I've been fucking with Rusty for about half an hour. Fucker. Um, I'm kind of an asshole. We you have are. A, we have a secret group, and we got a we're like Rusty's alarm clock on Friday night. So you really get morning morning breath, Rusty. <laughs> every time we do bear, <laughs> every time that we do a show, you're getting morning breath, Rusty. Yeah. You're like I a brought... you're like a hairless bear. Fuck you. <laughs> Is that because I can't grow a beard? Some, Fuck you. Or hair. <laughs> just Fuck hair you. in general. Like <laughs> just just hair in general. Oh yeah, he's fucking bald like from forehead to fucking toes. I just got a patch in the back and up front and then it just all migrated down. <laughs> Boy, like, you would You know like those people more than I want to deal with. You know, like those people that like put the sign on over, you know, like they wear it like a little like poncho. Like I'm just like poncho hair underneath. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I just want to be. A, uh, I have to I, shave I, my face out of it. If I had the opportunity, if I had the option, and I could grow a beard, you know, I would do exactly what the fucking internet has done in the past fucking week or two is make a video of flipping my beard up instead of using a mask and just putting sunglasses over it. You know, this... Fucking CZ Top style. Fucking quarantine haircut shit. I know we were talking about just shaving it. I'm not quite there yet. Jess was uh, going to be back for a few days, and I didn't want to be come, her to come back and me to look like I'm about to zig Heil. So, I... <laughs> Jesus. I'm just letting it grow, and I just realized like how fucking rough I look. I haven't you... shaved this week or nothing. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm feeling, feeling very Sasquatch. And then on top of that, I'm gaining weight because even because... walking, I'm just, I don't know when to stop eating. That's the whole reason I have to diet. I have replaced all of my snack foods with like fucking Chips. fruit. Oh, I've been trying. Hey, like, that's better I'm than me. I'm not on keto, but I'm like, what? what is healthy? I don't know. Fruit's healthy, right? Turns out that if 
you eat fruit in massive quantities, it's also not healthy. It's basically nature's candy. So, yeah. yay. So what I hear is you've three been oranges a day on all natural sugars. Yeah, three oranges a day. Vitamin C, baby. That's not a bad idea. I know there was one day that I did I couldn't find any snack food when this whole thing first started, but I found a shitload of blackberries and blueberries, and I had like a whole tub of blueberries one night. Uh, and I was like, oh, I forgot to eat dinner. Just yeah, eat blueberries. no, I wouldn't do that to myself. I don't. Uh, it'll make you regular. It'll make you blue. It, yeah, you'll made everything blue. <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> Well, that's like last night. I don't know what the fuck it was. I wasn't even hungry. But I ate like seven of those fucking cutie oranges. And like a vine of grapes. What are you, like some fucking like... Those are like the really sweet ones, right? Roman Caesar. He's just sitting there fucking like... (laughs) Yeah, you're just like leaning back on the... On the chase lounge with <laughs> grapes just dangled above your face as you munch surreptitiously. Yes, <laughs> pretty yes. much. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty much it. I wasn't even hungry. I think it was just more the... Well, with the oranges, it was the vitamin C, but the grapes, that was all sweet tooth, man. Well, and then like the yeah, I see the vitamin C he's putting in our camera. the The kiddo was so bored today. She said, "Can I mow the lawn?" I was like, "I don't know why you can't." And I'm in the middle of working my ass off here, and I just hear the lawnmower going. I work in the studio, but I open the, I take the soundproofing kind of off the window so I can have an outside view. And just out of nowhere, hear the lawnmower. Look out there, and she's like hauling ass across the yard mowing the lawn. I mean, Even we needed. That's cool, but who needs an outside view? I mean, I don't know. It's just me. I no, guess. if you worked I... in this soundless room, like you have to have something. You have no. to. You know, you do. Trust me. No. If it looks just like it does right now, it's a depression fest. Uh, if you're here all day, like I have to do the outside light, or I get. It's like being in a padded cell. I would be okay with that. Uh, it, you start to. He- it's not so bad that you hear your heartbeat, but you just can't hear anything. You can hear the fans in the computer running, and these, you know, this is a work computer, but it's not a loud one, and it has a real small. What is that? Like a, I don't know, three and a half, right? Something like that. A three and a half fan. Uh, they're measured in millimeters, sir. 35, the millimeter, one thing in the, 35 millimeter. The, the one thing in that, that we use that's fucking stuck Metri- with the metric system. Yeah, it's a, th- a 35 millimeter fan, right? That's the smaller 35 one. 35 millimeters are like tiny. Yeah, you're right. Whatever the standard case fan is that goes behind the power supply, that's what size fan it has in it. Probably 100? Yeah, probably 100, I guess. Anyway. Maybe that's 350 millimeters. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. 350 millimeters is like half of your fuck, the side of your case, I think. Okay, so it's 100. Okay. I don't know my metric system very well. I know that a meter is roughly Obviously. three feet. That's 
And I, a millimeter is one one thousandth of a meter, which is one three thousandth of, I don't know, right? Get yourself a, a, a measure, not a ruler, because, I mean, we don't need any more of them. Um, and get, you, you know, get yourself get a... Get yourself a metering tape. A, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I keep one handy just to make sure I don't shrink. I mean... You measure yes. your dick in millimeters? I mean, you gotta be accurate, right? A fucking... 350 <laughs> millimeters! That's what it is. You gotta be accurate. So... 350 millimeters sounds fine. I can't see... Uh, hey, so one of the ways that I was waking up rusty is uh, I found this amazing cover um, through a magazine I listened to. I'll, it was actually uh, a listen to magazine. I read an online magazine sometimes called Loudwire, and they had a posted a video of a puddle of mud covering um, what fucking song is that? It's not Come As You Are. Whatever it was, it was terrible. It was unrecognizable. And about oh a my girl. God, it was bad. About a girl by Nirvana. Yeah. Um, it's easily one of the worst covers of a song I've ever heard. And I feel like I owe the audience. I won't get in trouble if it's just 30 seconds, right? Uh, right. less than less than 30 seconds. It's you got to get past the uh, the opening riff. Here we go. You'll recognize it. I'm going to play 10 seconds to 30 seconds. And that should be just enough for you to know where I'm coming from. Hopefully you can hear that. That's, that's all you need right there. And if you were asleep, you are now awake. I have that's a puddle heard, of mud butchering about a girl by Nirvana. Uh, if you want to, if you if you need to brain better. scrub that, just lit, they've got the MTV's uploaded the unplugged version of that song a million years ago. <laughs> um, a hell of a lot better and doesn't look like he's trying to shit the entire time. But I felt like that was the perfect wake up music for Rusty. I hate you. I hate you so much. Like All I that... needed to do is get to about the 30-second mark, and I was ready to retch. It was, it was bad. I've heard, I've heard drunk people fucking, like, eating a microphone, doing fucking karaoke, do that song better. <laughs> it was terrible. It was absolutely horrible. The fact that they recorded it and then thought it was good enough to release is what? <laughs> no, here's they... the here's the thing. So a little bit of history on it. Um, it was released in January with about four thousand views, and then in the last two days, got got about eight hundred thousand more views, and it actually has more dislikes than likes by a factor of ten. Of course, it does. <laughs> This is how, this is how things go negative, negatively viral. Yeah, and it's now 
a unlisted YouTube video. So you have to find covers of it. And some of the covers actually link back to the original unlisted video. So you can go back and see it in all its glory. But um, yeah, it's they went ahead and unlisted it. And the best thing about it, again, just just Google Puddle of Mud about a girl or Puddle of Mud Nirvana. Um, all the other people that are playing in the band, you can tell that they feel like this shouldn't happen. You can see the bass player just staring at him, the the vocalist, the entire time with a look on his face of just like, what the fuck are you doing? And then you've got the bongo player who will not look at the camera. And right. then you've got the other well, guitar I mean, player that's like just smirking the entire time. And then you got What's-His-Nuts on vocals looking like he's taking a shit the entire time. He's, his face is turning red. He's like Luke Skywalker sticking the bottom of his mouth out and saying, you're not my father bad. Like he is just screaming the whole time. And if you can remember that scene where he says, you're not my father, then you will understand how much this guy is straining his voice and his face the entire video. It's extremely comical. Um, obviously they've been successful. I'm not a fan. Some people are, um, won't slam you if you're a fan of them. They're just definitely not my style of music, but this was easily the worst thing they've ever done. And the most offensive thing to me personally that they've ever done. It's so bad. I was telling the guy that used to play drums with my old band. Um, I said, Hey, do you remember when our lead vocalist used to get really drunk and sing Nirvana? He's like, this hits a little too close to home. I was like, yeah, it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why mid-show I kicked him in the ass while he was bent over trying to look cool and just kicked him into the crowd and finished the song and walked the fuck off the set this is when I had even less filter than I do today it's like fuck you you asshole I mean, I mean if you even... watch that video if you watch the video of uh, of Puddle of Mud doing that cover and you squint your eyes, you can see the ghost, uh, ghost of Kurt Cobain just bitch slapping every fucking <laughs> few seconds. <laughs> I mean, realistically, there's only... Now, granted, I'm not going to sit here and say Kurt Cobain had, like, a great voice, because... No, he I mean, just has he, a unique voice. He, he is... really did. He had a unique voice. It just worked. It's but he is the embodiment of grunge. There, yeah. <laughs> there is only one person I would respect singing that song at all. Um and for some reason his name escapes me right now, but the front man for uh Foo Fighters that was their drummer. Oh, girl, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. girl absolutely has 100% right to cover that song. Yes. Um, yeah, Foo Fighters could absolutely pull this off and nail the fuck out of it. <laughs> um, Dave Grohl is the only person who should ever cover that song. I Sorry. absolutely agree with you on that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, while I was doing that, I started to, we have a secret group, so I pinged Rusty. I always just tag him because I know it's going to give him a Facebook notification. And then he replies, you know, in a very uh, sardonic tone, and I was like, oh, he's in the mood to fuck with him. So I start replying, and then 
another friend of ours that's sometimes in the show that's on the group, Casey, you know, I can tell he wants to be on, but he doesn't really have a microphone right now. Otherwise, I'd totally look, throw him on here. Um, I just start replying in different parts of the post and tagging Rusty, hoping that it's just pinging his phone and pissing him off. Because I knew if I can push all the buttons right, that I can get a good show out of Rusty. So I just kept pushing buttons <laughs> to rile him up. You. <laughs> so I responded to him. <laughs> I said, "You have ignored Justin <laughs> for ten minutes." Snooze. I was actually wondering if you were going to block me on Facebook for a little while, and if that was the case, I was going to have Casey and then Jason start to ping you. And if anything happened after that, I would have called up Trent and had him ping you. <laughs> I had a plan in place. It I wasn't was going to happen because I was feeling what surly. immediately after I sent that message, I chucked my phone across the fucking room into the pile of laundry in the fucking corner, and it fucking got lost, and uh, <laughs> I think it's still there. <laughs> so, no. Mission oh, accomplished. No. no, no, it's on my desk. How did it travel? I'm not quite sure, but... <clears throat> Uh, must have been when I tried to put pants on and failed. <laughs> right. Speaking of pants, man, just all this eating, man. Like oh. I, I smoked more corned beef because it was so good last week. I couldn't, didn't have enough. So I made corned beef and ribs again. And then the kid is like eating all the kid food. So like all the mac and sh like she wants that stuff, but she's just like. I guess she got sick of barbecue, so she's been eating all the kid food and fried chicken and all that other stuff. So I've just been eating straight barbecue for days, like smoked hamburgers, smoked smoked ham, because I threw ham on there on top of that. And then I did um, you know, ribs and, and smoked corned beef. Oh, but I don't I have mean, any – I didn't have any vegetable sides. Like, And it's just causing some wicked fucking farts. Like, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Embarrassed. Like, you guys don't want to be in the studio right now. It's so bad oh. that, like, Lola barked at me in the middle of the night. <laughs> I must have ripped one, and then I woke up smelling it, and the dog is standing in my face barking at me. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. Fuck you. That is amazing. <laughs> was rancid. You realize that my nose is like a thousand times more sensitive than yours. What you think is bad is the end of the fucking world. Whatever is coming out of your ass is already dead. And it fucking smells horrid. Yeah, the dog, I love you. The dog was barking at me in the middle of the night the other night, like 3 a.m. And I smelled myself and I was just like, oh my god. So I mean I I haven't and that haven't actually doing... that that moment of levity pulled me out of my funk figuratively and physically to make the rest of my week good. Um, we had a little so, bit of a scare today because um, the kiddo I will try keep trying to make a mental note not to say her name on the she's a minor um, was going to mow the lawn because she asked me if she could mow the lawn today I was like hell yeah you can mow the lawn she wants exercise so. Rock on, Garth. Rock on. Right. So let the kid mow the lawn. And then um, she accidentally left the door cracked. And I guess Lola snuck out into the wild. Boy. 
Um, and the only reason I knew is in the middle of like my last conference call of the day, um, and it wasn't a big conference call. It's just me and my teammates that we do like, you know, these personal conference calls towards the end of the day to wrap stuff up because we're all working at home. We can't just sit around and talk about what we need to do. And Zoe, the wonder dog opens the door. I just had, I didn't have it all the way closed. I just had it, you know, cracked. So I kind of hear what's going on around the house. And she walks in and she puts her paw on my foot. I was like, well, this is kind of weird. I was like, well, hi, Zoe. And she looks at me and she's kind of giving me this weird whine thing. It's like, okay. And then she grabs my pinky finger with her mouth, which she never does. And I was like, well, this is interesting. And and she kind of walks over the door and looks back. And I was like, guys, my dog needs me. What? I was like, just trust me. My dog needs me. Okay. Uh, All right. And I just left. And I walk over there and she walks over the door. The door is wide open, the front door. And then she just looks at me and then looks out. And I was like, Lola's out there. And then I told the kid, and the kid started looking around, and she's been running around the block. And then I guess she saw us, and she ran from the kid, and then I guess she was getting cold because it wasn't warm outside. And she just ran in the house. I mean, I've got her chipped in case things got really crazy, but right, it, a little bit of a crazy scare, but I have Lassie the, you know. That's, Zoe's incredible. I just, just, Zoe's just so smart. That is that is like Lassie level fucking intelligence right there. Yeah, like she... holy shit, is Timmy down the fucking well again? That's <laughs> Zoe's level of smart is somewhere there. When she was not dealing with her leg pain, uh, and I really need to clip her nails. I think part of it's that right now because I haven't been able to get her groomed. But she used to yeah. jump on the counter and steal cake, and she used to open doors and steal. Cake. I remember we talked about it several episodes ago. Yeah. I had a cake, a Guinness cake behind three different doors, and she opened all of them to get the cake. That was pre Lola. That was, I mean, Zoe and cake. I mean, that's one reason why you don't have cake in the house, right? So, well, ordering chocolate, like big chocolate things, don't survive around Zoe, and Zoe's barely survived it. So she's right. super smart, except for chocolate. I don't know. Chocolate's like super fucking tasty. So it's just a damn shame that chocolate's also fucking super fucking toxic to dogs. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I spoil the fuck out of them. I went to Arby's today and they have the $5 special. It is not five for five fifty five. It is now five for 10. Um, yeah, it's five sandwiches for 10 bucks. Really? Yeah. Wow. I guess. Still not a bad deal, though. I mean, at least you're not getting a bun with, like, two slices of roast beef on it. No, they didn't look like they were doing... They didn't look like they were being really frugal with the meat. I went... I went... Went ahead. I was pretty... Again, I'm just fat all over again. I took two of those and turned it into one sandwich, and it was definitely bigger than a medium roast beef. I mean... And then I gave the buns and one of the sandwiches and split it between the dogs. They were very happy. My weakness at Arby's is that damn half-pound beef and cheddar. Yeah, that's basically what the giant is, is a half-pound. I will sit there and eat two of those fuckers. The last time I was at the Arby's... 
Last time I was at Arby's, the the last thing I ordered from an Arby's was the Meat Mountain. Oh, the you meat. remember that shit? Yeah, do you? Meat Mountain was like a uh, a uh, a it was like a quarter thing. pound. It was like a quarter pound of each meat. Yeah, it this thing like complete with up. two chicken strips. Yeah, it stacked up to be bigger than what you could put in your mouth feasibly. Um, and when, that says something when most of it is like cold cuts. <laughs> you know, so it's um, it was huge. It was like a $10 sandwich. Uh, and it was a promotional thing like five or six years ago. Uh, they took it off the menu after the promotion, but the guide to how to make it was still in the kitchens, so you could still technically order it, and the people in the back would still know how to make it because it was on their laminated guides of how to make sandwiches. Yeah, the weird. I don't know how it is today. So, twenty-two years ago, I worked at Arby's. Twenty-two years ago, holy fuck! Two years ago, holy shit balls! But back then, um, when you were make, I wasn't old enough to go back and slice meat. So you had to be over eighteen to do that. Right. But when I worked there, you had um, basically you could punch in a code for everything that you added it in and turned it into the sandwich. Right. So you could make anything that anybody ever asked of you. Right. Like literally anything you wanted. So if you had to, you could. You know, you had the promotional codes, and this was back when it was, you know, uh, what do they call that? Um, the cash reg- uh, order entry cash register that's sort of computerized. Uh, the point of sale system? Point of, yeah, point of sale system. And the point of sale system was set up in such a way that you had a code you could put in for every item that you wanted to add. And it was broken up by meats and by breads and by cheese and by condiments. Uh, not like sauces, but like lettuce, tomato, that kind of stuff. Right. And you could literally price out an entire sandwich based on what somebody wanted. So when they'd ask you for something really fucking weird, you would just add whatever it was and subtract things from the normal sandwich and it would turn it into it. Right. And I would show it on a screen in the back. Yeah, basically say this is what they want and it would just be beef and cheddar minus cheddar, add Swiss, add... Add um, add ham, add chicken, add two chicken fingers, add curly fries. Yep. I with, mean, anybody that's worked at a butter. fucking fast food You know, place it's is... just like something weird. You're just like, well, all right, <laughs> give me a minute while I figure out how to order this. Dude. You're, uh, the, you're the only first... jack off that wants to order a fucking chicken finger beef and cheddar Reuben sandwich. Dude. We had a thing. So one of my very first jobs was uh, was Burger King. Uh, so fucking Burger King was, I mean, well, it's Burger King. What, you know what you expect, right? Uh, a lot of people fucking worked fast food jobs. That was my second one. My first one was a summer job. Anyway, uh, Burger King fucking, you know, I was working the grill. Or not the grill, uh, the front of the broiler, because everything is flame broiled there. Uh, but they had this thing, uh, it was a term called backboard. 
and the backboard term meant that you needed to cut the sandwich in half and then rewrap it. So that you would wrap it, cut the sandwich in half, and then rewrap it. So what we ended up doing, we had somebody that knew the system. They would order a sandwich backboarded. Normally, you would get a backboarded sandwich like a chicken sandwich. You would get that backboarded or cut in half because those were fairly long, right? This dude fucking come through the uh, the drive-thru and fucking ordered a chicken sandwich backboarded 16 times. He wanted, like, finger sandwiches that were chicken sandwiches. Like, a chicken sandwich cut into finger size, like, fucking slices. But the process for doing backboard at that time was to make one cut and wrap it. And then if it was another backboard, you would make another cut and then wrap it. So what started off as a bear sandwich on the backboard ended up being wrapped 16 times <laughs> in paper <laughs> and cut individually <laughs> like that. That's and hilarious. It turned out to be a fucking sandwich that was like mostly paper. <laughs> And when uh, we served it to him, he fucking came in and he's like, what the fuck is this? And he says, you ordered a backboard. I just wanted it cut into 16 pieces. It is. It's <laughs> <laughs> 16 individually wrapped pieces. It's like opening. It's like Christmas. It's, it's it, Burger King Christmas. It was just like, it was, it, I mean, I it was my payback for the fucker who did that, but. Because nobody wants to cut a sandwich into 16. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we we would we would do that to people. <laughs> don't look, wow. uh, don't don't get me going on the skate burgers. Those things didn't exist. Because <laughs> all uh, all beef patties at a uh, at a uh, uh, Burger King are frozen. And what do you do when you're bored? Uh, I don't know. Um, you come up with interesting things to do with it. Uh, unofficially, like, skate burgers are burgers that were used as skates, then thrown into the broiler. <laughs> unofficially. <clears throat> What's wrong with the meat at Burger King? Why does it look so weird? The... The, the meat at Burger King, um, why why does it look so weird? Well, the flame broiler's probably got something to do with it. Uh, the flame broiler is not it, it's it's not a it's not a great device. When I worked on it back in the the nineties, so is it open an open flame or no? It is kind of like an open. Well, it is an open flame, but it's it's kind of a, a a weird device so it's kind of got like this chain dr driven belt that's like a grill that just kind of rotates like through a, a, a device like a, a belted uh, like grill a basically yeah huh a belted grill yeah i know what you're so talking it's about it's like a like a belted pizza oven just like you're talking about 
Right, right. It's it's kind of like a pizza oven, only it's it's <laughs> got the, uh, the the broilers on the bottom, uh, you know, the bottom and the top, just throwing you know throwing heat onto that grill, and it only takes one trip really through the uh, through the grill, which is only about I don't know. It was maybe two two and a half feet long. It you know goes through fairly slow. It takes about a minute or so for it to go through it. But I mean, you're cooking a burger from frozen to done in a minute. You know, yeah. in in this grill. So it looks. That's weird why it because, looks weird because it is like hyper cooked. Yeah, it's hyper cooked. It's it's cooked fast and honestly. I don't like the taste of them. I I really don't like the taste of Burger King's burgers. I really don't. You know, yeah, I'm not, uh, a, I'm not a fan. I was when I was like a teenager, but I haven't been a fan for 20 years at least. I mean, it's the, there's there's something that's lost in uh, on that, and I think the the fuel that they use for it is it's the reason why I don't like propane grills. I think. You know, a propane grill has a very similar flavor to me, uh, and I'm sure that that's what they use is natural gas or you know, or like a propane for uh, for fueling that thing. <clears throat> so, never really liked it, and it's uh, <clears throat> kind of stuck with me. Uh, but like, you know, smash burgers or uh, burgers that are made on like uh, you know a flat griddle. I'm fine with, especially if they're spe- if they're, you know, if they're uh, seasoned properly or cooked properly. You can do some magical fucking things with a burger on a flat, you know, on a flat surface. So, I prefer, yeah. I prefer, I prefer a regular grill. I, regular grill, charcoal or smoked. You know, those those two things char- I'm fine. With. Charcoal and smoke. But my, granted, my my favorite like flat grill burger I purchased from a restaurant. Its name is Arnold's. Yeah, yeah, I love them. Yeah, yeah, but we know what they do with their burgers, and that's fucking. And they do everything right. They do from seasoning to. You know the kind of griddle they're they're using. I mean, they have a well seasoned griddle that they've used for twenty plus years. You know, just yeah, hot presses, everything. Just it's right. Close second, if I wanted, you know, if I want a burger, is Whataburger. I mean, yep, they're they're pretty damn good too. But, yep. That that is God the that is the close second like fast food. I I need a burger. God damn it! I'm hungry. I just woke up. So <laughs> <laughs> well, then you don't want to hear that I had Savastanos for dinner tonight. Fuck oh, you. fuck you! Oh my god! Although I mean, I had Arby's, so that was that was the first fast food I've had in. Well, since I had the funeral the other week. Ugh. Yep. Crystal said, we can get Savastanos tonight. And I said, yes, twist please. my arm. 
Yeah, yes, please. I mean, it's our you're, local yeah, you're Chicago. Not going to see a no. It's our local Chicago deep dish place. Yeah, for your thirty thirty five dollar pizza. <laughs> it well, is. Yeah, but that. I mean, like that even even one large for your family will feed the whole family, won't it? It's it's oh yeah, of and usually it's like usually five pounds of cheese. There's enough left over that Crystal and I can have lunch out of it the next day um but um marley's hitting another growth spurt so like there's only two slices left out of this one this time wow yeah although she won't poop for two days so you'll be all right she she and i went she and i both went ham she had three slices i had four Jeez, you must have got more than one pizza no no I mean, if you get a large, is it you 16? Can get like 16 slices. There's out of 12 it. slices in a oh. large. Okay. Yeah, there's but, still 12 I mean, when like half 12, pound slices. <laughs> when each slice is, you know, between a third and a half a pound worth of cheese and meat. Yeah. In total, that's, yeah. Yeah, me, Jess, and the kid can't even finish a small together. I could demolish a small. I mean, man, that's the thing about this whole like quarantine business. I just feel heavy so often. Like I'm just not getting rid of any of these calories at all. Nope. I you just, I just feel you so can still fat. go outside and exercise, right? Except for like, this week when it was fucking cold as shit. What is that? Is that like Beat Saber only outside? You can't beat your saber outside without going to jail. I mean, well, I mean, depending on the I community mean, you live in. I mean, yeah. Most, <laughs> most communities are anti-outdoor masturbation. I'm not talking about masturbation. I'm talking about beat saber. Like... Throw a fucking laptop on I know, your back. I know, throw I, a know. Fucking... I know. I'm being uncouth. You just ruined yeah. it. No, no, no. I'm do. I, I'm. I'm. No. I'm explaining your joke for for posterity. Um. Yes. Shut up. Nobody fucking likes you. Um. My phone's going off. Um. <coughs> oh. Oh. I've been stimulused. Um, oh, is that what that was? That's that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> You've been stimulused. I have been stimulused. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we got ours earlier this week. I got to save for a wedding, so I'm just holding on to it. <laughs> you know, although what? I spent just a hair, right? I I spent just a little bit of money, and we'll talk about some of this stuff in a minute. But I mean, I did pick up a Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, and there's an XCOM expansion that came out out of nowhere for 10 bucks on Steam. It's normally 20. It's on sale for 10 bucks until Tuesday. And by the time I post this, of course, it'll have already been to full price, but it's a new 20 hour expansion that I'll talk about later. Um, that is on Steam right now. XCOM. Yeah. <laughs> well, ours, uh, our stimulus dropped in the bank account and we were like, Two, the two back burners on the stove went out. Oh boy! And one of the heating elements on the oven's not lighting properly. 
So are you going to replace the whole thing? So we bought a new fucking stove. Man, you're going to oh. remodel that house so much that it's basically just going to be another house. Regrets. Well, I mean... But, I mean, that stove is... 30 years old, probably. 15, it's gotten 20 years, years old. It's yeah. got a lot of... Honestly, that at 20 years old, that's probably enough time. I'm actually... My house... My house isn't as old as yours, but the appliances are as old as, or older than most of yours. And I know that my stove at some point is getting replaced. Yeah. I've your been, stove's actually newer than mine, just. Well, you know, the, <laughs> the stove mine... was the one thing we hadn't, uh, hadn't replaced in the last, you know, 10 years, so. Well, it definitely needed it, but I don't think that you really wanted to. No, uh, I didn't. Yeah. But man, my stimulus is already kind of earmarked. I, I, uh, I, I'm squirreling that baby away um, because down payment. Uh, well, I kind of pointed. Uh, I, so it. That's the, guilt uh, here. that's the responsible thing to do, right? I hear guilt here. Down payment. And, but yeah. you're buying an index instead. No, I'm not buying an index instead. I am buying a 3080 when it drops. How much are those going to be? About the same as the stimulus. <laughs> you wait six months, fuck. Well, the thing is, is uh, I'm probably... I'm, I, I want to get a you know, a, a newer video card. Yeah, I know. I've got a 2080 right now. Yeah. And, and yeah, it, it plays everything I want. Um, but well, resell that fucker to one of us instead of just chuck it. That, that's kind of the idea. <laughs> if, uh, if I get a 3080, that's going to allow me to continue uh, with VR and be able to play the, you know, play games for probably another fucking you know, five, seven years, right? When am I going to get an opportunity to basically get a 3080 sent to me by the government? Uh, so I mean, the ten, uh, the Titan lasted me from 2011 to 2016, and the 1070 lasted me. Well, no, it lasted me longer than that because whatever put the 1070 in 2018. Yeah. And then I, for a whole year, I was using a 970 or something like that for just grins for like eight months. All right. And the 1080 Ti that I bought when I built this machine, I think it was, what, damn near five years ago now? What'd you do with that? It's, I mean, it still works and I've got it, you know, I've got it stored. Um, It's just that it needs to be, you know, you have to reclock it every time the firmware updates. Uh, So... It's still works. So I've got a 1080 Ti, and once I upgrade to the 3080, I'll have a 2080 that you know that works perfectly fine. So I'll uh, put them on a table. Me and Jason and, are gonna fight, and and have you guys fight over them. Um, but both of them, I mean, the reality is the the specs between the two are really similar. They're only like maybe a few percentage points off as far as uh, as far as um, one's you know, got ray tracing actual... and one doesn't, and a little bit more clock speed on the twenty eighty. 
1080 Ti has more uh, uh, more video RAM, so you can load more textures into it. It's good. It's better for uh, for things that uh, <clears throat> that are modded, so you can put more texture packs into uh, into video memory. Uh, whereas the uh, 2080 has uh, better like on the fly processing, so you can you know, play faster games that don't necessarily require a whole lot of video memory. Um, so, and, and that's what I'm using right now. It, it works just fine. Uh, but I tend to over-engineer everything. So... 100%. <laughs> so, uh, with, the, uh, with the 3080, that's going to give me the opportunity to over-engineer for... Uh, for greater VR experience plus, you know, multi-monitor if I wanted it and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it gives me options and I like options. I also like not having to wait for anything. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> that is true. He's a little bit of a spoiled bitch when it comes to load times. Well, when I do this, I'll also probably, uh, I will also probably get a new video or new uh, uh, motherboard processor and get uh, NVMe. Finally, I am currently running on uh, on an M.2 SSD, but it's not NVMe. So I want speed. Uh, I don't like waiting for my computer. Like, I like the NVMe quite a bit. Yeah, and, and well, I'm sitting here, and it takes like ten seconds for my system to load, and that's like fast, right? It's pretty fast. I mean, but that's I've what it seen... takes on my NVMe, honestly. Huh? That's what it takes on my NVMe, honestly. Well, it also takes like it's uh, it's slow enough that I. I feel it's slow. I don't know that you're going to get really that much faster. You're limited it's by... It's not hard. necessarily the uh, OS load time. I mean, this OS has been on the computer for however long it's been here. So, really, honestly, I could speed up load times by just reinstalling. Um, but, you know, I, I just want I want to do extra stuff with it. And I'm also worried about capacity right now it's you know almost at capacity i have to delete games when new games come out uh so you know it's over engineer uh, away me and jason will fight over the video card that's still good right well i want to do is uh i want to install multiple m.2s into my new board so in the Oh, yeah, N.2. I was going to say NVMe, you can only do, what, two on most boards? Well, I would use an NVMe for the boot drive, and then I would have a uh, an array of M.2 drives set up so that I can actually, you know, <clears throat> have some redundancy. I have a problem. <laughs> we know... I would like to have some redundancy on my drives, considering I do a lot of the, you know, uh, a lot of the production work. 
if my drive ever failed, it would be a very bad day. So, yeah, if you go raid, you can't really just raid one set. You got to raid everything, don't you? No, you can you can raid uh, you can raid your storage, and you can have an unrated uh, everything OS else. if you want to. You know, you can pick yeah, and choose. I would, I would like just, if I was going to do it, I would just raid storage and not worry so much about my boot drive and all that other stuff, you know? Yeah, so I would... Well, you don't get a whole lot of benefit out of raiding uh, NVMe drives because the you, know, you your system can't process it as fast as it's served. So there's not a whole lot of benefit. There's no, not a speed benefit, but there is a redundancy benefit. Um, with... Uh, with an operating system, I can have Windows installed in 10 minutes. So I'm not worried about it. Uh, if it goes down, I just want my files to be safe. So, you know, well, and, and we're, this is how fast. redundant we are. There is the huh? podcast computer that has episodes that uploads to Rusty's computer, which downloads to my living room computer, which are all on a server, which gets backed up by Trent. So all of this stuff is on five machines. The only time that it fails is when this recording fails originally. If that hap- if that doesn't happen, then we are good through most of it. Right. Uh, we have, I mean, historically. Once it gets uploaded, we- if it's been uploaded once, it's already hit two different spots. It's the podcast machine, and now it's on the internet. And then all it's got to do is be downloaded, right? So it would have to, there'd have to be a failure in upload and a failure on this machine. But if there's not, then we've got so many more machines that everything gets copied to. Right. So it comes down to, you know, it comes down to my machine and gets, you know, so the raw files get, uh, get processed and produced. You know, for somebody who does, a group of people who don't have a motherfucking Patreon, you got you motherfuckers need to do us a solid <laughs> and tell your friends about this goddamn show because right. we agreed. Put, there is thousands and thousands of dollars that have gone into this dumb hobby that we like to do. Where <laughs> think about it, there is a podcast machine, there is Rusty's machine, there is the server, there is the money I pay for the goddamn server, there is the machine in the living room that I pr- go ahead and upload to all the social medias. And then there is all the work that Trent has done on his massively over, over-engineered rig at his house course, to get all of this stuff done in big chunks every few years. Um, Trent and I are, are, are of the same mind with uh, when it comes to uh, computer hardware. <laughs> so, Yeah, he has a whole room of computer bullshit. Right. He has three different so, VR rigs. Yeah, I just don't have that many because just disposable income is hard to come by anymore but yeah yeah no man we we make sure that there's i make sure that there is at least i'm just saying i was looking and we need a little bit of, we don't have any bad reviews on itunes we just need more of them yeah and like you us. can like us on itunes as much as we give them shit um, like us and share us Put Dude. some love into us on iTunes so we can move up those charts. The same with Spotify. We've been doing this for how long? A while. We're going to go Let back to that every now and then. We're on year nine. A while. Right. <laughs> Sometime. 
more hours are in this than you work in a year? Uh, now, yeah, if you take of just yeah. the recording, not talking about everything we put into it, just the end result. Right. I mean, I've got no system down for uh, for producing, but it still takes me time. <laughs> so, you know. I'm at a point. Yeah. I'm at a point. And I was going to transition to what we've been doing, but I, I, I feel like if I ask what you guys have been doing, there has not been a lot. Am I right? Um, I have. Much. Had... I mean, you you've been there for half of what I was doing, and that's the. Uh, well, why don't we start with that's... that? Me and you have been playing more Warlords, right? Yep, we finished it actually. Yeah, we finished the the main part of it there's is there a raid that we're missing i think there's a raid i don't, I don't know. know i know there's a new specializations and that's i was not a quick as quick as i thought it would be um i did not remember the grind of the specializations from before so i was like firewall that sounds cool and then jason what do you typically run just you run revive hive and what else what do you like uh, to run? Turret. Revive Hive and Turret. And then you do usually run a Marksman Rifle and an Assault Rifle. Is that right? Yep. With the Sharpshooter Specialization. So I have that big-ass 50-cal Sniper Rifle. And then Crystal, she also runs She runs Crossbow, right? Yeah. Survivalist. Yeah, she runs Survivalist. And then I run um, Grenadier. Or whatever the fuck that's called, explosives expert, and I usually run LMG and I was running LMG and assault rifle or LMG and shoddy, um, and then I was running the mortar turret and the regular turret. But then for some reason I decided to go deflector shield, and that game changed a lot. And then you were running crusader shield, and yep. we were having a fuckload of fun deflecting enemy bullets at. Well, at the enemy. Um, and just, yeah, we see you over there, Dark Man. Rusty uh, wrapped himself. Is that an ace bandage? Yep. I don't. That's going to muffle you like crazy. Yep. <laughs> or is it just a pair of underwear? It's not underwear. <laughs> Rusty, Liam Neeson, you are not. <laughs> Randomly, um, uh, my I have a great aunt in Albuquerque that is making a bunch of ma machine washable masks for, um, I guess, a local hospital. And she has decided to send us all over here a supply of machine washable masks that require a coffee filter. So I'm going to have a safe way of adventuring about without my bastion bandana i am getting something very similar so uh so my mom makes quilts and it was very easy for her to change her uh sewing setup to be able to do things like masks so she has been sewing masks for people in the family, and she said, so what color do you want your mask? 
and then I'm sitting here mentally picturing myself with different color masks on. And the only thing that kept popping into my brain was, was what I would look like if I was Scorpion. So you went yellow? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, pretty big dude with a Scorpion mask on. Nah, yellow's not it. And the only thing I can think of is, like, my life is gray, so <laughs> so she's making me a bunch of gray masks. So, uh, yeah, well, she said that they were going to be here Monday, so I'm going to have a mask or two uh, made lovingly by my mom. Uh, and it has a open slot in the side so I can put a filter of some sort in there. But, yeah, I mean, I've been going without and considering I'm essential. Everybody else is coughing around me, and I don't know if they've got the plague, so... Eh. Yeah. Your big thing's just, like, if you're going to put use a filter, you can just use simple coffee filters folded over. Yeah. Um, if they're in a double layer, it's... It's enough. It's not like N95, but it's going to be enough to keep you from spreading anything. Or Yeah, these are yeah. N95 rated, so we're. I think it's pretty cool that she's doing that for us. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I haven't, you know, I, I don't go out outside of having to go to work and, you know, get food every once in a while. So, I mean... My my social distancing game is pretty on point. <laughs> yeah, I don't honestly go out all that often. I mean, it's been since we last one podcasted. Since you looked at me, and in that one week, I've been to Arby's and I've been to Aldi's and Walmart. Um, I it got exceptionally dry here. <laughs> what? What? We've already had one bad cover. Stop. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> Stop. Can't handle it right now. <laughs> How do I always find things like that? Stop. You know, Rusty's like, like when you put tape on cat's feet. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. I found a video of all things uncomfortable. Like pouring water and just watching it dribble down the side of the pitcher. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that's that's uh, that's gonna hurt, Rusty." Oh, god. Yeah. So that. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't do that. Like the 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 videos that you see online of oh, this will trigger an OCD person. Yeah, it drives me crazy. Like. Cutting a pie, uh, cutting a tr uh, triangle out of the middle of a pie. Fucking monsters! Who would do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't don't look up another one. You know, I know you are looking up another one right now. I didn't even watch the full. I didn't even watch the full length of this. Yeah. It's just all just things wrong. It's all things wrong. <laughs> Everything about this 
just makes me laugh. You laugh. It makes me cringe. Like I don't, I don't like to look at my apartment. You would never think that I have like OCD tendencies, right? Because I'm selectively OCD, and some some things drive me crazy, and some things don't. Think certain things require order, like. You don't cut out of the middle of a pizza. You don't cut out of the middle of a fucking, like, you know, uh, uh, of a pie. It's wrong. Don't do it. You know, but. I think one of the best ones is he's washing his hands and he's getting his sleeves under the water. You got to get halfway ha- through. It, I, I just made you watch halfway through. <laughs> no. If you get Is a that bit, what you linked? Yeah, if you get a little bit further in, you, you're going to see somebody. You see his pants around his ankles, and he looks to the right, and there's a empty toilet paper roll. I mean, if we're... Uh, Did you get that far? Oh, God. You got to the end of the video, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Ew. Shoes on the bed? What? No. And then, uh, if Uh, we want to, if we, oh, don't put it, don't put it back. Don't put, oh God, he put it back. Oh, the spoon that goes like into the tea, then back into the sugar. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you want to, uh, if we want to talk about bad covers, all this reminded me. Oh God! Of course, no. I have three kids in the house, and they watch YouTube religiously, right? Right. A couple of different channels. Here's bad cover for you. Hey guys, so I just looked at my calendar, and I noticed that it's been one week since I canceled school. Okay, that's that's enough. That's enough. Like back cover, and it's that's is that Smash Mouth? No, one week is bare naked ladies. So bare naked ladies. So I put it in the same category of things that from way back when that I still don't like. Rusty has quit the chat. This is what I have to go through. I you have an have 11-year-old through, YouTube watcher. You don't have to go through shit, dude. You have to click on that. It takes, like, some effort to subject yourself to it. You just looked it oh, up. It's just, it's just the, things it's your that your, it's the things that your kids, like, consume. I no, know. it's the things my kids consume and subject me to. I just had to share the pain. Yeah, I... The kid likes all that fucking SoundCloud rap stuff, so I get to hear that occasionally. Oh, God. I mean, to be fair, and I think I said it last week, she asked me while I was early on in the day waking up, she's like, can you turn down the devil music for a little bit? I'm still trying to sleep. Yeah, the comments come up more than once, but, you know, I'm just like, well, I mean, you're also listening to that gangster rap, because we all know how gangster you are. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. We've gotten to the point where there's just absolute boatloads of shit that gets slung both ways. It's healthy, though. <laughs> I don't. Uh, somewhere on my uh, on my uh, on my Facebook feed earlier, there was a dude with like fucking black metal fucking grumbles doing uh, "We Will Rock You," and you wouldn't think that that would work, but holy shit, did it work? <laughs> so I, I'm I'm trying to find it right now. My my Facebook feed is like the trash pit of the fucking internet right now with all the fucking weird shit from this goddamn pandemic. Hey, it I is, still haven't seen Tiger King. I neither have I, but uh, it's on my internet or it's on my Facebook feed like crazy right now. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just the people I know. <laughs> All of you people. All of you crazy people. So, getting back to Vigi games uh, for a little bit. Jason, we played a little bit more Division. You think, I feel like I'm still going to go back to it for a while. I'm back in that mood where I enjoy yep. doing just the... It's a really good game to grind with, and I'm in a. am back into kind of a grindy game mode. Yeah. Totally. So you, I'm. Is that all you got? It's just uh, I don't know. There's something just really satisfying about it right now. Um, that and for whatever reason, after going through the that whole new quest line, I'm just like, okay, now I kind of want to level, unlock, and level up some of the other. Uh, specialist categories and play with those a little bit and grind those out. I am too. There's, um, there's parts of it that feel too grindy, but legitimately doing things in that game is fun. Just the loop is good. And the combat loop is probably better than it's ever been. Yeah. Just everything just feels so tuned. Well, Right? Like, it's yeah. pretty easy to get a gun where you want it to be. Like, once you understand the dynamics of how everything works and what your play style is and your limitations and how you roll, like, it's pretty easy to kind of get a system that works for you. And the game is hard, but not unfairly hard. It's, it's, it just works. I don't. It, it does. It's balanced really well. And even after that main storyline, uh, of the expansion, you still have well, it like opened uh, up missions the whole... to hunt other rogue agents. Yeah, and there's like the whole thing with the season now. If you're like, you got to do this and this and this to unlock this, so it has you reliberate the burrows and stuff, and do certain parts of it, like just stuff. It gives you a purpose to liberate the capture points, to get more information on the rogue agents, to get to the next rogue agent, and then the bounties are all pretty unique right now. So yep. now one of those bounties was like damn near fucking impossible. And I kept hoping you would jump on and you never did. I should have texted yeah. you, but I was having a really rough go at one. And I spent two hours on Monday, I want to say it was, going to, trying to get this one fucking bounty. And it just kept wiping me out. Yeah. And I finally gritted my teeth and f asked for help. And then in about 30 minutes, I got somebody that 
was competent enough to help me get through that bounty, help and I finally got it. yeah, and I finally got through it. Yeah, I kind of got in a got in a weird place. Like Monday was super busy, and then we all played on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then yesterday I actually left work early with an epic fucking migraine. I was dealing with um, that was part of my issue this week too. Is I've been since Wednesday night. It was no, it was Tuesday. Wednesday is when it happened. Tuesday night is when I first night I went to bed at nine thirty, and I had an epic fucking headache. And I went to. So this is one of the reasons I went to Walmart. I went to Walmart and got essentially a nebulizer so that I could like rehydrate my sinuses. And then I got a fucking humidifier, like a pro-grade humidifier. I spent like fucking $80 on humidifier stuff for the house. Because I realized humidity on Tuesday was at like 22%, which is really fucking weird for here. And it was drying me the fuck out, and I feel like it was starting to trigger a migraine. Well, that headache, even with the humidifier and everything, followed me into Wednesday. And it wasn't until Wednesday evening, sometime in the middle of the night, that it broke. And I finally... Yesterday, I came back up being able to breathe and be normal again. Yeah. Well, I left work with, like, my vision all haloed, vertigo. I mean, I drove home at 25 miles an hour. Wow. Oh. And annoyed every other fucking driver on the road. That sounds like Tuesdays. Um, Everybody had a rough go of it this week that was triggered by some kind of, the, like, sinus migraine shit. Well, and add to all of it, normally if I have a migraine that bad, I will have Crystal come get me from work. But the truck's not running right now. So I had her car. So you have had to Uber like 15 miles if you did that. So I had to drive. There wasn't a choice. So I just made sure, even though I was still mostly functional at work with it, I ended up leaving and going home before the sun started kind of hitting that afternoon westerly direction around 4.30, where it would completely blind me. Yeah, Um, no bueno for a headache. Yeah. And I basically came home, and I, I slept for about three hours, woke up, ate dinner, went back to bed. Like, pretty, pretty fucking boring. But, um, yeah, Division's mo- mostly what I've been into right now, but that's just because it's extremely satisfying at the moment. Just, I think people are gravitating more towards grindy games, something that can keep their attention for a long period of time. Um, and I'm no different. Yeah, you've been playing this- a grindy game, haven't you? This uh, this this week really sucked. Like, just overall, everything about this week, from the time I started work till the beginning of my weekend, sucked balls. Everything about it. So I won't get into it outside of the fact that it sucked. Um, but I have been playing uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, which is an MMO. I told myself I wasn't going to get back into an MMO, and then I found that I didn't have much else to do. 
I mean, I was basically grinding Monster Hunter World like an MMO. Uh, and it got to a point where I didn't feel like I was doing anything meaningful in Monster Hunter World, so I, I moved on. Um, so yeah, I uh, have been playing Final Fantasy XIV, enjoying the piss out of it again. Um, I enjoyed it last time, mostly for the story, not necessarily for the raids, because the shit that happens in the raids still melts my brain. Um, and I decided that I was going to tank. So I started over basically and, uh, started tanking as a paladin because, you know, why not? And, um, I have decided that I'm not going to do anything, you know, end game raid wise. I'm going to be a crafter which is a whole nother fucking game inside that game. Uh, so I am going to be a high-level crafter once I get to 80 on my main character so that I can do... Uh, so, I, so I can fly around and gather. But yeah, it's, it's basically just any other MMO, only I feel that... I feel that the extra systems in Final Fantasy XIV kind of is more interesting than my experience with wow. Uh, and I've, I have not gone back to elder scrolls online since like the first day that it came out, it didn't click, but I am, I imagine that it's about as complex as 14. So I'm not quite sure. I, I don't know. Uh, but I've no, I haven't felt the need to go do that game at all. Uh, but man, Final Fantasy just feels right. I mean, it everything about Final Fantasy fourteen is kind of recognizable. It's another reason why I like it. Uh, in a way that's different. Like, sure, you're going to have Cure and Cura and you know recognizable names for things, uh, but everything meshes differently just like every other final fantasy game right it you know it has similar things like every final fantasy has a sid right this has a sid uh and yeah you it, it meshes completely different you know it, it meshes the story but it's completely different um whereas eso seems like just you know, it's like we're gonna make Skyrim multiplayer, and that's kind of what it felt to me, right? We're gonna throw. You mean like Elder it. Scrolls Online? Yeah, yeah, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's what that's what it felt to me from the get go, and it didn't and it didn't feel right. Uh, so I don't know. I will eventually play uh, the seven remake. And now that I've been stimulus, maybe I will actually do it. Um, but the thing about final fantasy seven remake is it's not going to go anywhere and it's not done. It's reality, right? You get to a level cap and there's only so much you can do with it. You can't actually complete the game. You just complete that chapter of the game. So considering that it's not going anywhere, 
and it's uh, a remake of a story that is 20 years old. I'm not feeling like I need to play it immediately, right? I'm going to play it, and I said always that I was going to have it, and I was going to play it, and I'm in, I'm a, I am actually excited to play it. It's just I don't feel like I need to right now. Well, I felt the need to do it right now. Um, but it does have one thing that I'm actually waiting on. So I know I have some friends, so John of Pupcast and formerly Carousel has already beat it, so I'm sure you'll hear about it on Pupcast since they do a lot of RPG stuff. But um, let me go with the bad real quick, and then I'll move into what I like. There's just one thing that's really pissing me off that I want to wait on. I've even personally tweeted Square Enix about seven or eight times being that guy because it's driving me nuts. I'm not very OCD on many things. I am really OCD on one thing. What's that? What's that? Um, Big bugs. Big, big bugs. Yeah. Okay. So large. There's large. A, so do you know if I say LOD textures, do you know what that is? Uh, Yes. Okay. So for most of the game, um, my experience so far is that almost everything is using the LED version of the texture. Not on the characters themselves, but on the environment, the world, half the characters that aren't main characters. Everything's using an LED texture. And like it's strikingly weird um, that you've got this incredibly good-looking game for big chunks of the very first part of it that goes to the next part where, like, the texture pop never pops, and you get a textureless texture. Uh, yes. where it looks very much like, like, I'm not going to go as far as these people saying it looks like PS2. It looks like PS3, mid-PS3 area. And sometimes I... it looks worse than that. Sometimes it looks very N64. Um, like there's in particular your door to your house in the first area literally has no textures, zero textures. It is the color blue, but no textures. And when you have such high detail in areas and then you get an LED version of something where an LED is when you're looking at it from afar, it loads a different set of textures for it. So when you're looking at it from way far away, you don't need to see the detail or anything like that. Right. Or, and then. This is literally just never loading any of the detail. So it's weird. Um, and I got, it was distracting me enough that I was legitimately having a lot of fun with it. The combat seems really cool. Um, I'd started talking about it a little bit last week, saying like, hey, I, I can get into this. Um, but that never changed they didn't have the patch yet and right now we're in the middle of a situation where they were able to ship it but they haven't shipped a fucking patch yet so i hope by the time this goes up and i'm playing it again i hope that it's been fixed yeah that's another thing i i have been watching uh you know news reports about certain bugs and things like that and i don't necessarily mind as long as it's I just want the premium fucking experience at this point because that's what I'm used to with Final Fantasy well right Uh, I don't necessarily mind if it's not a game breaking bug in most situations I think I just swallowed a bug ooh Um, but the uh, the, the, there's something different about this 
like Final Fantasy VII, I have to hold to a different standard, right? I do, and that's my problem. You know, and I don't necessarily want my experience with it to be bad. I really don't. So that's another reason why I haven't jumped right in and do it. While they haven't said anything for sure, I really want it on PC. I mean, I know it's a a PlayStation 4 exclusive and I'm probably going to be waiting a year for a PC release, but um, I would want to see that you know, rendered in rig quality, right? You know, set things to stupid. I I want to see that th- that game as pretty as it possibly can be. Well, and that's my thing. I just I feel like it'll eventually it eventually will get fixed. I'm sure they're hard at work, but I know that things are disrupted right now. So I've got a lot of other things to play though, which is why I could put it on pause. So which is exactly what I did. I'd gotten to chapter eight, so I've played it a fair amount with this bug and just saw that it was never getting better um, and decided I want the rest of my experience to be really, really, really premium. So, Rusty, are you ready to grit your teeth? Oh, boy. What you, what you, what you, what are you doing? I'm playing a game that you love to hate. Oh, God. Um, I'm playing the Wastelanders update by Fallout 76. With a mostly positive rating on Steam, Rusty. Uh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you explain why you think that this is good. Uh, they changed the game. Like, they rewrote uh, most of the quests. They rewrote okay. most of the world. They rewrote a lot of it. So, basically, the way this plays out, because I, I started game zero again i wanted to rebuild a character and just tried out um and a lot of what was wrong with the game aside from the bugs and i'm not experiencing bugs like i was before by a long shot but a lot of what was wrong is it just it was the most depressing fallout i'd ever played and I'm going to say that as honest as possible. Like, you were just exploring a completely dead world, right? Like, the concept was spot on, right? You exit a vault, there is nobody there, and there's just the remains of everything that happened during the bombs, right? You don't even have regular ghouls. Um, you don't even have... You have an overseer that went through the world that kind of disappeared, and you're following in her footsteps, listening to her vlog, essentially, right? Well. It didn't take me very long to find the Overseer now. A lot of the quests that you had before, now what it does is when you get out, you're not just talking to a robot that's directing you to a town that's dead, that's pointing you to to follow in the footsteps of people that died before you, essentially. It's now pointing you to the survivors that came out of the vault after that. So you immediately run into some people on your getting out of the vault. Like, they're trying to make a point. There's people in the game, right? So you immediately talk to some people that give you some clues as to what happened to the overseer and what happened to that. They think there's treasure in the vaults, which is why they're on the doorstep of the vault. And they're kind of talking about what's going on. Um, And the quality of the voice acting on that is at a level that's higher than what they did with Fallout 4. Um, You can tell they're 
pushing really fucking hard with this right now. And so it goes on it goes on from that to point you in the direction of the first town that you normally go to. But the quests are not the same. They're not the same things that you were doing before. It does mix some of the things that you did before with actual people that are pointing you directions to go. And part of it is to follow something called the first responders. And the first responders are like these firemen that go out and kill these things called scorched, which are like crazy ghouls, right? But then as soon as you get out, before you even get into the town, you get to a house and it says, this is an instanced area. So you go in there and you're the only person that can go in there. And there's a fully thought out, like it's not a cinematic, so to speak, but it plays out kind of like a cinematic, right? So you go in this bar and I won't spoil what happens, but you end up in a situation that you can talk your way out of or go get into a gunfight. And then you've got a ghoul character, a regular old ghoul, you know, that's not crazy. He's just somebody with their face melted off who's got a lot of things for that he wants you to kind of explore for him. And then you've got a bartender there that has a lot of things they kind of want you to explore out. And basically it gets you set up with this is kind of what you need to do for a camp and here's why a camp's important. Um, by the way, the overseer's still around. You should look for her. You can find some of her video logs around, but she's we think that she's somewhere else. So, yeah, within the first three or four hours, I'm already talking to the overseer. And, of course, I get some more backstory from the overseer and her helper. Um, and I'm running into raiders in the world. And there's still not a lot of people that load in with the world. So there's can only be a max, I think, of eight people in the world to begin with. But um, I'm running into human enemies along with, you know, the regular enemies, along with there's settlements now with people in them, towns. So there's one, there's three main towns now that have people in it. And then there's a few, like there's a cult of the Mothman now. There was just a Mothman thing where you go and you'd visit a, you'd see the remains of everything that was there, right? But there were no people living there. Well, now there's a cult of the Mothman that's worshiping the Mothman now. Um, there's the Blood Eagle Raiders now, which are kind of peppered throughout everywhere. But they have a settlement you can get faction with to join them if you want to. Um, and there's just two factions. So if you remember four, you had four factions. You had the railroad people. You had the basically like the Illuminati. You had the... The Patriots, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, excuse me, and something else. Uh, Brotherhood of Steel, right. Brotherhood of Steel is in this, but I don't think you can join the Brotherhood of Steel, um, which is not uncommon. They're usually kind of the assholes in most of the games, um, to some degree. It's basically split down the middle of asshole factions, so if you're an asshole, you're going to join the Raiders. If you're a good guy, you're going to join the Settlers. I can't read that. It's backwards. Fallout. It's blurry. Fallout 5 online. Is it actually backwards? Yeah, it is yes. backwards because your cameras, it flips everything. Huh. Because it looks backwards to, uh, or it looks front ways to me. Is that a normal F? Yes. Uh, yeah, it is. 
I went through all of the trouble of writing that shit backwards on a fucking piece of paper because you thought it was flipped. I thought it was flipped. Yeah, yes, I, Fallout Five Online is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, but less than like an Elder Scrolls. Um, it is really built for a solo experience for almost everything. But I haven't gotten anywhere close to Endgame. I'm just honestly, my only complaint right now is I. I wish that I had more radio stations. Okay, so it's a Fallout that you can't mod. Yeah, I know. And they are trying to resurrect something that should have died. No, they're trying to do what they should have done to begin with. A failed experiment, which was Fallout the Dead World, um, failed for a lot of good reasons. Um, I don't know where it's going to leave me. I'm just, I'm just saying that I'm actually entertained about what I'm playing right now without completely fangirling over it. I'm just playing it and I'm not putting it down. If I'm playing it and I'm not putting it down and I'm not bored, like I'm not doing bad. Yeah. Like they reduced yeah. the cost of a lot of the cap stuff. A lot of the negative scene reviews still have to do with the atom shop stuff, not transferring over, which were people that were already playing it for the atoms, which is weird. The other thing is with the atom stuff, you earn atoms for like the daily quests, weekly quests. Like if you go through stuff like the Radiant Quest Line stuff, or you discover certain landmarks and you can rediscover stuff if you order if you use a new character. Um, you earn atoms naturally through the game, and there's not there's thirty items on the damn store. Like that's all there is. Like there's a different color black backpack. There's like suit armors and stuff like that. That you buy with atoms. Yes, if you're a dumbass, you can buy atoms to buy those cosmetics, but you literally earn them in the game naturally. Um, since I've been playing over 10 hours, um, I've earned 500 atoms, and the expensive packs are 1,200. So in a few hours of gameplay, if I really want to add wallpapers to my hut, um, yes, I can buy them with the currency that I'm currently earning in-game. It's like no big fucking deal, honestly. Um, I agree, Bethesda, you're fucking greedy because there are repair packs that you can get for your weapons because, you know, they break. But I scavenge everything anyway as I go, and I haven't run into a situation where I would absolutely need to do that unless I wanted to play a Fallout game and not scavenge anything. If I wanted to play a Fallout game and not scavenge anything, then yes, I would do that. But that just seems like a weird way to play that game. Yeah. Uh... I, I, I can't imagine, like, not picking up all the bits and bobs. The, the real problem with that is just figuring out, like, it's got a good filtering system in that, probably better than 4, where you can tag stuff. I can't remember if you can tag stuff in 4, but if you're low on, like, aluminum and you're low on adhesive, you can tag that as something that's highlightable for you to pick up. So you're only picking up items that you need instead of picking up everything and then scrapping it all. Um, they upped the limit to 800 pounds on your storage, which for right now seems pretty normal. The stuff that's really heavy is your armor, and you can put it on stands. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, so far, I'm having fun. Like I said, if you could pick it up for 10 bucks, if you were curious on Xbox, that would be the way to do it. Just because it's gotten such a mixed response from so many people. But at 10 bucks, it's absolutely a fucking steal. I don't know if they're... Uh, I don't know if they're going to be mean, brand successful... New Brand new on Steam, it's thirty nine. It's the same price yeah. as fucking State of Decay two. 
and I feel I like it's a superior game to State of Decay 2. I can appreciate that they're trying. There's you a, know, they literally overhauled the whole fucking game. <laughs> right. I can appreciate like, they're trying. I can I even say, that... like, here's some things that, like, I noticed that were, after putting substantial hours, right, I ran two characters all the way to end game before. Just trying to see if it was ever going to get better, and I don't know why I did that. I was just really bored. Um, the One of the quests that I remember in great detail is as a first responder, like, they have this whole fireman thing, right? And it has you, some of the parts of the quest are very much the same. Like, it starts off with you trying to guess your way through a test, and you can go find documents that show you the answers to the test. Um, if in the fire station, and then you run over across the way in Charleston, there's a, basically like a, uh, not a ropes course, but an obstacle course that you run to go hit these buttons in a certain amount of time. And then it sends you finally down to a burning mine, a mine that's basically a coal mine that's still on fire. And you got to go through that and kill Scorch to go hit a waypoint down at the end of the mine and then back. And it used to be really convoluted and confusing in that mine on where it was. And the spawn points were really weird for the enemies. And like you could kind of get stuck in the environment because of the way it was laid out. And they really streamlined that in, like, a big U-shape. So, like, they retooled that whole design with that mine and, like, where they put junk, put junk. Like, some of the same pieces are still there, but it's very obviously they retooled the thing. There's two different ways to get to the end point. They're both very obvious. And there's a very obvious way to get back. Like, I didn't get fucking lost like I did the last time. So, like, I remember that being a big pain in the ass. When I get to that point, it's like, oh, I got to do this quest. And now I just did it and then walked right back the fuck out and it wasn't a huge fucking deal. So it does a better job of like giving me a reason to go to different things and pick up the different quests. Like I was kind of wandering aimlessly trying to figure out where the robots wanted me to go before. Now I've got different people telling me different things about that are pointing me in what different directions to go. Like I'm looking forward to seeing the, I can't remember what it is, but like there's a, a house that was run by robots that had all these fucking um, ghouls attacking it at all times that had a... Oh, the greenhouse? Yeah. Do you have that? Do you have 76? No. No. But I've watched video. Yeah, there was like a a house that had... Yeah, Jason's just... Must be really bored. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I've... You have to be pretty fucking bored to watch video of 76. <laughs> but just like even I, little things. I wanted like... to I wanted to watch some gameplay from the newest version. I'll admit that. But, I mean, just I'm running a pistol build, which is what I wanted to do um, originally. And I'm having fun with my little pis- my pipe pistols. And the different ways I've got my 308 you know, bolt action pipe, silenced pipe pistol modded out to do a crazy amount of damage when I'm sneaking around shooting people with this weird zip gun. I don't know. I'm having fun with it. It's not, it's not awful. Um, I, I don't know where it'll I, sit this year, but I feel like, I feel like it's gotten about as good as it can get from where it was. Like, I, it's so obvious that they've put so much effort into this like it's they flipped it on its head well they kind of had to uh, they were it's it's a it's a problem that they needed to resolve to actually be able to continue as a game developer 
Well, they just they they fucked Fallout so hard, and that's like one of my favorite franchises. Like, why did you do that to Fallout? Why, why experiment with this franchise in this way? But I mean, I feel like I said, just adding. Like, I ran into a random guy that wanted to be a raider who's just sitting in a boat in the middle of Charleston. I expect anybody, I'm used to not anybody being there, right? So I'm just going around scavenging. He's like, hey, who are you? And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that's a person. Oh, yeah, there's still, there's people in this game now. I keep forgetting that. Like, there's recruitable NPCs once you get to the towns. I'm just not high enough level. I think I got to be over 20 before I can get an NPC companion. But you can have a fucking NPC companion now. I mean, okay. It's- so they made some pretty drastic changes to it, but then again, it kind of feels like they just went and took their failed experiment and built Fallout Five over it. So it's not totally Fallout, right? Like if it had a full, like the model of having people doesn't feel bad. That's yeah. that's the thing. They're not putting this map is four times bigger than four, and four was a huge ass map. Yeah. And there's only eight people that can be in that map. Eight. And so, like, one of the things that you can do is set up a vendor for your stuff. So you can set down your hut, right? And then put a store in that hut and put all these signs that says, hey, this is a store, buy my shit. And set a cap price to your legendaries. And it marks on the map where everybody has set up down a custom vendor. And I can go over there and now, like all the stuff I've browsed so far from people that are like top level players. So I'm just like, yep, I can't use that for like 30 levels. But I'm looking at it and they've got all these like, you know, legendary weapons in there or legendary variants of different weapons in there. And I'm just like, well, that's cool. So now I have a reason to use my money. But it's, you know, totally like an auction house of sorts, right? It's you set up your vendor and it stays. Your server's going to cycle through all sorts of different players, right? So eventually somebody's going to buy your shit and you're going to make some caps. True. Like, I even thought about it to sell my low-level legendaries for, like, 600 caps so I could make some extra money. That It, it really does kind of feel like Fallout 76. I mean, what you're, what you're describing describe is, like, small-scale MMO. Uh, and... I can't, I can't blame you because things, uh, things that you describe are, you know, have analogies in Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen has a cash shop. A lot of it is uh, is either level skips or, uh, or there is uh, a lot, and I mean a lot of fucking uh, cosmetic bullshit in their cash shop. Um, and it has an economy, you know, so you, you setting up a shop, just like going to the auction house, just like you said, you know, it's just, I just need to build a really humble looking shack with a vendor and a, along a street so that Mm -hmm. people stop and buy stuff for my thing. The thing is I tend to travel with my camp and set it down in places. So I have a quick place to scavenge and store my loot. Right. And so within like a, you know, a half mile radius, I go around and deposit shit in my camp of things that I want. And then I pick it up and move it with me as the quest progresses and moves me further out in the nowhere. And then I drop it again and then I use that or I go to the different railroads to because the railroads also let you access your stash and also provide a fast travel point. Um, So okay. I tend to play it that way. 
But I'm just saying, like, if there was ever a time if you were curious, absolutely do not get scammed and buy at full price at 60 bucks. Uh, I just, I feel silly if you do that. But if you're curious, I just, I think that you could very easily pick this up used from somebody and just play it on the update for really cheap and have a lot of quarantine game. Just like, you know, Division keeps going on sale right now, Division 2, for absolutely pennies. Um, and that's something that if you've never played that, that's a shitload of fucking game, too. Yep. And then if you're looking at Game Pass right now, Long Dark just hit, which is a way more grindy game than 76. But if you're looking for a true survival experience where you will die a lot until you learn that game, um, that's on Game Pass. It's got a story mode. In a fucking brutal-ass survival mode. Uh, we've got a stream of, of that at some point. And speaking of uh, of just, you know, little grindy games that are fun, uh, free with gold right now is the Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle. Yay! Which yeah. is the special editions of both 1 and 2. Yeah. I mean... Final Fantasy fourteen actually has a uh, a forty percent off special going on right now. It basically gets you all of the all of the game uh, with all of the expansions for like about forty bucks. You know, and considering that is the base game and three expansions, that's pretty freaking good. And that is easily a good 400, 500 hours for the game just doing the story. So, I mean, there's that. It's one of the reasons why I went back because I was able to get that shit pretty, pretty cheap. But yeah, there's plenty of game out there. A lot of, a lot of developers are actually doing sales right now because people don't have anything else to do. So, yeah, I mean, people are going to buy multiple things. Yeah. And now that they've been stimulus. Yeah, and we have no idea what how long this is going to last. So people are like, "Let me stock up with like three titles right now of something, something big and expansive and yeah, something long, something that's going to be some time to chew through for sure." Yep. Well, do we want to take a poop break? Yep, poop break. All right, we'll All be right. back. Need a drink. All right, we'll be back. back yeah yeah it was uh, been subjected to more of that terrible cover thanks for that hey gotta yeah. keep you awake no no you don't <laughs> well, all that really all that cover really makes me want to do is just delete the internet <laughs> like all of it <laughs> it's bad it's so bad I'm gonna listen to some fucking good metal after this, so just just to get that out of my head. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I've got way more caffeine than I need at ten forty something at night. So um I'll probably just play some more game and then I'll pass out. But before we do that, 
Tacos, man. Rusty really We've been talking food and we're making Rusty hungry, so we got to hustle through this news. Yes. Um, I'm ready. Jason, are you ready? Uh, I'm pretty much ready. So, uh, starting off with a little little news piece here that I know uh, Justin's going to may or may not want some conversation on. What's that? As we know, when it released, Fallout 76 was one of the worst launches on Steam, period. It wasn't on Steam. Yeah. It no, was when, it, when it came out on Steam. It just released abysmal. on Steam this year. Yeah, pretty abysmal, like, overall. Yeah, well, no, but I'm the, saying that it, this is the first week that it's been on Steam. It was on the Bethesda store only. The user reviews were pretty horrible. And then, uh, well, no, on the reviews, I'm sorry, I spoke out turn, not on Steam, but on Ubisoft, they were bad. Um, Yeah, the Metacritic on this was abysmal. Yeah, the PC Metacritic. On but the and even the ratings on Bethesda's website were pretty bad. Um, but with Wastelanders launch and its launch on Steam, it on Steam right now it currently has seventy three percent positive out of nearly thirteen hundred reviews, which is pretty damn good considering the way it launched last year. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Total reviews on it is 4,072 now um, at a mostly positive rating. The bad reviews are the same things I was talking about. People criticizing the store. Um, their atoms not moving over. Um, and having a pay... <laughs> stuff like this. I'm only playing this game to dodge the coronavirus. Right. Um, but why did you spend $39 on it? But what happened with it is here's something that people are pissed off about. If you had the Bethesda version of this, um, you had the atoms that you earned in game or purchased or whatever, right? And they didn't transfer over to the Steam version, but they gave you the Steam version for free if you already had it on Bethesda. So you basically got a second copy of it. And it copied your character's progress over, but didn't copy their Adams thing over. Um, and yes, you can buy the repair kit for your weapons with Adams, which I don't know why you'd do that. It just seems dumb. Anyways, um, but yes, um, I agree. I've definitely been doing research because I didn't know want to make myself out to be a complete ass. Right. Um, and then in other news... And I actually saw this when it came out yesterday. Uh, Bloomberg reported that Sony is only going to make five to six million PS5s in the new console's first two quarters, uh, where it sold nearly eight million systems uh, in its first in its first two quarters of the PS4's launch, um, and basically they. Noted that the company's, uh, it's all about the company's cost. Apparently this, uh, this console's fairly expensive to manufacture and is going to have a price tag between 500 and five, $550. Uh, 
which is a hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars more than the PS4 was at launch. People will buy it. Oh, they'll buy it. They're just not planning on having nearly 8 million sales in the first two quarters. In the first two quarters? Oh. Yeah. Is they severely fucking underestimate the uh, the want for people to actually do an upgrade for their consoles. Um, and this has been proven time and fucking time again. Uh, every time there's a pre, uh, there's a, a, a news bit. So, you know, pre launch showing that, Oh, we're only going to have, you know, a limited amount of the product that shit gets snatched up stupid quick. Now there wasn't enough fucking switches and they didn't think that the switch was going to fly off the shelves either, you know, and there was a shortage for the switch for fucking months, you know, and, and it actually started coming up on fucking secondhand markets and, you know, and shit for way more people were scalping with them. Yep. You know, it's going to happen. You know, that's the, that's the reality. If there's only, you know, 10 or 15 units sent to any store, it's going to be a pain in the ass if I want to go buy a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 when it comes out, because I'm going to have to go find the fucker, you know, instead of it being readily available, I'm going to have to go fucking find it. So I'm not, I'm not thrilled, but I'm not surprised because with everything that's happening in the world currently, I would think that the, uh, that price wasn't going to be the limiting factor, but you know, part availability would be, considering a lot of shit's been shut down for a while. So yep. I didn't figure manufacturing would be up to, you know, up to production, you know, up to being able to produce that many. So, and that might still be a thing. I mean, it might be super expensive to produce and they're going to have a shortage of parts. You know, it's speculation, of course, but, I mean, we're looking at what the release for that is the end of this year, right? So we're looking at maybe six, seven months worth of, you know, what could happen in the next six or seven months. Yeah. So. So moving on from that, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, XCOM Chimera, which just released for 10 bones. And I think that this is going to release, well, it'll be released by the time you hear this. Um, so, <laughs> we're laughing because we have to splice because I hit stop. <laughs> and I'm mad. So, um, Chimera is a very singular experience focused XCOM expansion standalone that's going to retail for $19.99, but it's currently $9.99. I don't know how long it'll be that. Um, I will tell you that it is does not seem that you actually need to have XCOM 2 to play it. Um, it didn't have it in the requirements, so just research it if you're curious and don't have XCOM. Um, the idea is to give you pre-made characters so you're not going to make your friends and save your friends. If you die in the mission, you got to restart. Um, there's no base building element. There's a mission um, 
briefing moment where you make decisions, and there's also breaching. So you can set up a breach moment, kind of like, remember old Rainbow Six, where you'd set up your team to breach at different times? You can kind of do that yep. to make certain decisions with how you're going to enter a mission area or set up a kill box, etc. Um, your characters are either human, half-human, half-alien, or pure alien. So um, they're all supposed to have some kind of special ability, and then you just edit their loadouts. But for the price that it is, uh, coming out right a few days alongside of Gears Tactics, which is going to be on... Um, what the hell is that called? Game Pass. Um, I feel like we're in a good position to play some good old tactic games and should kind of help us get through this uh, COVID-19 thing. Um, oh, boy. You yes. said it. The plague yeah. is happening. I put the pipe in when I said that. Boy. Yeah, I had to, had to put the pipe in and take a few puffs. <laughs> <sighs> so anyways rusty what did you have before i erased it you bastard um yeah uh so <laughs> i might close the fucking tabs you bastard uh so yeah um things i literally stopped stuff. him as he was finishing i was like uh that recording you bastard uh so this is from memory, because now that I've lost the fucking, you know, tabs, asshole, um, Crisis is being remastered with ray tracing. It's coming out for PC. So the new thing is going to be, can you run Crisis? Can it run Crisis remastered with ray tracing? And now it'll be running Which, on your GPU instead of your CPU. Well, I mean, there's that, but you're going to be able to throw maybe the uh, the new 3000 model uh, NVIDIA cards at that with good ray tracing and see what happens. Doing, you're literally excited about this game because you want a benchmark. You're going to pay I, $60 for a playable benchmark. Hey, I didn't Hopefully mind I playing Crisis when it was, you know, when it was new back then. I had a machine that could run Crisis, and most people had to me. dick with the settings over and over and over again to run it, get it to run it like a thirty or forty FPS. I mean, I can't remember whether or not it was a great FPS, but then again, I mean, it's I a unique one. It, I was playing it on a CRT monitor back then, so it was not necessarily like I needed a high refresh rate. Uh, and frame rates weren't necessarily that big back then. I mean, you would notice when it was lower than the CRT's refresh rate, for sure. But... Yeah, they I mean, ran in some weird hertz, didn't they? Like 59.9 when you got a like really good monitor. It was 59 or 60. Some It was close to 60, but it was not quite 60. Um, so the most you would be able to get out of that game was 60 frames per second anyway. <laughs> Uh, and most people on CRTs didn't necessarily notice it. So um, it was more of, will the game actually load? Because uh, <laughs> there was systems out there that it wouldn't load on. Um, that's going to be a little bit less of a thing nowadays uh, because graphics options are a lot more granular. Uh, but... You know, the introduction of ray tracing would definitely make it, as you said, a playable 
uh, tech demo, essentially, a uh, playable benchmark, and you'd be able to, you know, interact with it and explode barrels. That was one of the things that crashed people's computers was exploding barrels. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that works. And hopefully ray tracing improves the visual quality of that game as well. Um, well, I mean, obviously it will, but just shaking my head. What can you run? What can you run? Well, you don't have a 4k monitor anyway, so it doesn't matter. You need to, you need to upgrade if you're going to, if you're going to push the limit and get a, a three series card, you might as well go ahead and go 4k monitor. No, I don't think I need to. Uh, I mean, I've actually you looked truly, into this as well. You won't truly be on the cutting edge, Rusty. I've looked into this as well. The distance in which I am away from, from my monitor and the, the screen space that I get from my ultrawide, I don't need 4K. Get a G-Sync um, TV. <laughs> you if peasant, I went, don't be a peasant. It, get a G-Sync TV. If I went that, uh, if I went with the uh, the <laughs> TVs that were uh, rated for the response rates that is needed for PC gaming, you know, at a decent level, um, I would be spending way more money than I want to, you know, that, and I have a much more comfortable experience with my ultra wide. I've got plenty of screen space. I don't need to go any further than this. You've got Rusty, and then you've got me, who just uses this 4K TV that does not have the refresh rate and still has fun. Um, I neither, like neither the of refresh us. rate on my fucking overpriced fucking monitor. I don't feel the need to buy another you know thousand plus dollar monitor just to be able to do this. Um, I'm already currently running on a thousand dollar monitor. I don't need to do anything more than that. And if I can push, so what I'm pushing right now, uh, not necessarily graphics quality, of course, ray tracing is new and is another post process, right? Which would improve, you know, lighting and shadows, uh, reflections and whatnot. I can, I can test that because that's something that I don't necessarily have turned on currently. Um, but the straight resolution, the distance between pixels, I don't necessarily need that for, you know, 4k isn't really appealing to me. Um, or I could do, you know, 1440 at a fairly large, you know, over a fairly large space. I don't, I don't feel the need to upgrade that. Uh, more than having a fucking beefy powerhouse that runs it. I want it to be able to do 1440 at maximum with everything turned to beautiful. That's that's all I want. So, yeah. I mean, that, that would be... That's the goal. You can't trigger me this way. I've already researched it. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the second news bit that I'm going to you know briefly touch on is uh, there has been a report from the uh, from Eurogamer that has uh, that's the Peggy system uh, Peggy rating system for the UK and the ESRB are now taking into account in-game purchases on their labels, which isn't anything new. This is something that was a uh, 
a label that was introduced right around the time that loot boxes became national news or international news. Um, but what's new is a new line that says includes paid random items. So that is the new part of the rating system. It's not going to really change much outside of that. Uh, and the question right now is whether or not that is enough to really describe what a loot box is or what kind of um, ad addictive nature that these types of things would include in a game. Because as soon as it becomes a thing that can be labeled and is accepted on a label, then the companies that make games that include these loot boxes or surprise mechanics, whatever you want to call them, um, the, uh, they're going to be like, well, it's on the label. It's not our problem anymore. You made the choice. You know, it's kind of like cigarettes in a way. You know, it says on the label, it causes cancer. You can't, you can't blame us if it causes cancer, right? So, right. you know, that's, that's the, the fear right now is that, sure, this has been labeled, but does it really capture the fact that it's an addictive, you know, that it can be addictive? I'm not even really advocating for the word gambling on the thing, even though it clearly is. Um, but... If, if it's, if I was to show this to anybody that I work with, only a few people would understand that this would be addictive in nature and that they really need to protect their wallets around it, uh, especially with kids that could get access to it. Um, the, uh, you know, so is it enough? I don't think it is. It's a step in the right direction, but I don't think it is. I think it needs to be you know, clearly defined as a, 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 as a potentially addictive, you know, uh, situation, you know, these, there's still news reports coming out of the, uh, the mobile space of people spending thousands of dollars on mobile games. It's, I mean, it, there's always going to be a whale out there and some people, and what I want, you know, what I want to see is the people who are unintentional whales where their 10 year old picks up a, you know, uh, picks up a game and finds the credit card number for your credit card and just maxes it out. You know, that's, that's the worry, right? Yep. So especially on mobile, but, also on console and PC games, you know, the uh, in-game purchases are never going to go away. They're never going to stop. There's it's way too uh, it's way too profitable to create a, a small asset and sell it for in-game money or for real money. Um, way too profitable. You know, EA could tell you exactly how profitable it is. Uh, but you know, it, it needs to be clear again, step in the right direction here, but yep. And that is, uh, that's, I, I want my tacos, man. Can, can, can we have tacos? Can I have tacos? Uh, I think so. Okay. Jason, let's, let's, 
where can you find us and rate us and review us? Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash TiltCast. Search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some damn friends of the show. We've got Cabbage KBG. We've got NoQuarters.net. We've got PubCast. We've got um, BMFCast.com. And we've got TVGP.TV. They play Final Fantasy. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.